Jefferson Street. This is Mealpod.com, The Week in Georgia, in English, coming to you from San Francisco's Mission District. You may have noticed this is not a week, it's two weeks. We missed last week, super sorry about that. Today is Thursday, the 28th of February. There are 11 days remaining until Ispanachova 2019, so be ready, everybody. On this date, in 628, Sassanid King Kharsro II is executed on orders from his own son following a defeat by the Byzantines. Kharsro's life is immortalized in the epic love poem Kharsro and Shirin by Persian poet Nizami, who was born in modern-day Ganja, Azerbaijan. 1819, Ranavalona, the third, the last sovereign of the kingdom of Madagascar, is officially deposed by French colonizers the day after being exiled to Reunion Island. 1933, the Reichstag fire decree is issued by German President Paul von Hindenburg on the advice of Chancellor Adolf Hitler. It nullifies German civil liberties and was the basis for the persecution of communists and, as we know, many other people opposed to the Nazis. Amazing how many people don't realize that the Reichstag fire was the pivotal event and it was faked in order to end the rule of law in Germany so that the Nazis could do their thing. Trump is going to try and pull a Reichstag fire as justice encircles him and his team. Be ready. 1939, an editor of the Webster's New International Dictionary realizes that their dictionary has inadvertently and by mistake created a new word, dord, meaning a synonym for density used by physicists and chemists. 1972, the Shanghai communique is signed by U.S. and China. During the U.S. President uh, Richard Nixon's historic visit, the communique announces the country's intention to normalize relations. 1986, Swedish Prime Minister Olaf Palm is assassinated in central Stockholm. The crime was never solved. A lot of speculation about Kurds, Chileans, South Africans, CIA, and others. Any ideas, let us know. 1991, U.S. President George W. Sorry, George Bush Sr. declares the end of Operation Desert Storm and the liberation of Kuwait, while coalition forces bomb the retreating Iraqi forces and Iraqis set fire to Kuwait's oil wells. Birthdays are, in 1866, Russian symbolist poet and playwright Vacheslav Ivanov. 1926, Russian-American Svetlana Alyuleva, defector from the Soviet Union and Stalin's daughter. And in 1958, Russian-Chechen human rights activist Natalia uh, Estemirova, who was assassinated in 2009 after being abducted from her home in Grozny. I'm your host, Mark Mullen. If you'd like to comment on the forum or ask a question, go to tbilpod.com. Or send us an email at fieldpod at gmail.com. The National Bank of Georgia demanded last week that TBC Bank shareholders remove two members of their board of supervisors, Chairman of the Supervisory Board Mamuka Khazaradze and Deputy Chairman Badri Japaridze, in the next two months. National Bank says that the request is due to violations of conflict of interest laws in 2007 and 2008. The, that were discovered, I say with air quotes, in a recent examination of TBC's accounts. Earlier this year, on the 8th of January, the prosecutor's office also impounded documents from TBC Bank allegedly related to a 17 million U.S. dollar money laundering scheme. TBC says that this was another attempt to discredit the bank. Shares in TBC Bank and the London Stock Exchange dropped by nearly 7%. As a result of the announcement, uh, which they made immediately before uh, an announcement uh, related to Anaclia Investment, this is 
truly complete bullshit for those of you who aren't sure what they what TBC and those guys did in 2008 was to deal with bank runs related to the war with Russia. TBC is listed on the London Stock Exchange and has been gone over back and forth with a fine-tooth comb. The whole thing is, is to create pressure related to Anaclia because TBC has invested there uh, and because the Kremlin hate Anaclia port and Otsneva is doing it for them. TBC uh, said that they would challenge the decision in court, but ended up settling fairly quickly with the government instead, agreeing to pay a one million Ladi fine, one million uh, Georgian Ladi fine, and have Khazaradze and uh, Japaredze removed. Although they will, although they will remain on the TBC's parent company, which is registered in the UK. Khazaradze says that the National Bank's decision is part of a smear campaign against him and TBC. Related to the construction of Anaclia, he's correct. TBC Holding is a major shareholder in that project. A, completing, a competing port project in Poti was recently funded um, and uh, apparently has connections to Ucha Mamatashvili, relative of Bidzina Ivanishvili, and according to some of um, some is his consigliere. In a private letter to TBC shareholders released by Rustaviori, Khazaradze was more aggressive, calling it an unprecedented attack by state institutions trying to take over the bank. The hardest working NGO in the caucus is Transparency International Georgia, and four other well-regarded NGOs released a statement expressing concern that hasty decisions against TBC could jeopardize Georgia's financial stability and economic development and called for the release of more information about the National Bank's decision to the public. Parliament's Economy and Economic Policy Committee met on the 26th to discuss the TBC case, but adjourned without discussing the case after National Bank of Georgia's President Koba Gvenitadze said that he wouldn't discuss the bank in the context of a public meeting and called the summons, which had been made by opposition parties, an attack against the regulator and an attempt to exert influence on it. Again, not good that the National Bank is taking orders from the Kremlin via the Georgian authorities. Abkhazian officials began uh, planned blackouts of three hours per, uh, per day on the 19th due to increased Abkhazian electricity consumption and decreased levels of water behind the Nguri Dam, which supplies most of the region's electricity. Low rain and snow levels this winter have contributed to the problem. Abkhazia banned cryptocurrency mining at the end of December due to uh, their electricity consumption, although at the time the authorities said that it was due to increased household consumption during cold periods and not because of water levels or anything like that. The state electricity company Chernomogor Energo says that the water levels in the reservoir are four are at 434 meters, and if they reach 420 meters, the dam will stop producing electricity. They expect the current levels to last for at least 15 days and will then have to increase blackout lengths. The utility expects the blackouts to continue until they could receive electrical supplies from Russia and are currently in talks with the government there. Member of Parliament Eka Veselia and eight other Otsneva members of Parliament presented a bill in Parliament last week to suspend lifetime appointments for city and appeals court judges. Otsneva leaders have come out in opposition to the proposal, though 17 of the 45 votes in favor came from Otsneva MPs. Parliamentary Speaker Irakli Kobachidze said that they would be open to discussing the issue, but that the bill had been drafted without their input. Um, contradicts the Constitution and would apparently leave the judiciary unable to function. He added that Otsneva would be open to a different bill that was in line with the Constitution and included the Council of Europe's Venice Commission in the process. Baselli responded, saying that leaders had known 
about her proposal and that Kobahidze's statements about the impact on the judiciary's functioning were incorrect. This bill is part of an ongoing intra-Otsneba feud about Supreme Court judge appointments. Following day, Basilia and her co-presenter and longtime ally Levan Gokichaishvili quit Otsneba. Basilia announced that she would be creating a new political party following consultations with like-minded MPs, saying that it hurt her to leave a party she helped found, but that it had strayed from their initial values and was unable to overcome UNM influence. For now, she will continue to focus on judicial issues as uh, an independent politician. They were joined a day later by Becca Natsvishvili after a bill of his related to pensions was also rejected. Natsvishvili joined Otsneba in 2016 from the Social Democrats and with others from the same party created the Otsneba Social Democrats faction. Their departures have left Otsneba with 112 MPs, one short of the 113 required to pass a constitutional amendment. On the 25th, Member of Parliament Gedevan Popchadze, another Baselia ally, quit the party, saying that Otsneva had left no room for independent thought and that it had drifted from its founding principles. On the 27th, Member of Parliament Zviad Kvachantiradze, uh, chairman of the Diaspora and Caucasus Issues Committee, also left, saying that the judiciary was a red line that Otsneva leadership had crossed. There are media reports that other MPs are considering quitting as well. If one more Baselia ally quits, she will have the six MPs necessary to start a parliamentary faction. One thing to remember about Baselia, in addition to being divisive and corrupt, is she's also heavily connected to corruption in Poti. We have no information on whether her soured relations with Otsneba are connected to, the Ots- to Otsneba favoring Poti over, over Anaklia at the Kremlin's request, and if Beselia has somehow been cut out of all the new Poti money showing up because um, of that uh, method of, of flushing Anaklia. Um, we also don't know whether this is a, uh, as they say in Georgia, chantage um, to create a competing opposition. Free trade agreement between Georgia and Hong Kong went into effect on the 13th after being agreed upon last June. Trade between Hong Kong and Georgia in 2018 was worth 24 million U.S. dollars, and over 90% of that trade was imports. President Salome Zurabashvili made her first official foreign visit to France this week from the 17th through the 19th. She met with French President Emmanuel Macron, First Lady Brigitte Macron, President uh, of the French Senate Gérard Larcher, and members of the Georgian diaspora. She also spoke at her alma mater, Sciences Po, and at the French Institute of International Relations. Zurbashvili continued her trip in Germany on the 20th and 21st following a visit by Prime Minister Mamuka Bakhtadze, Foreign Minister David Zalkaliani, and Defense Minister Levan Izodia to Munich on the 15th through the 17th. Zurbashvili met with President, uh, President Frank Walter Steinmeier and Chancellor Angela Merkel. Bakhtadze met with numerous officials from around the world, including uh, United States Acting Secretary of Defense and unqualified non-entity Patrick Shanahan and two members of the U.S. Senate, Ron Johnson and Jean Sheehan. Uh, so sorry, Jean Shaheen, British Minister for State in Europe and the Americas, Sir Alan Duncan, President of Montenegro, Belgian Deputy Prime Minister, Minister of Foreign European Affairs, Norwegian Prime Minister, Greek Prime Minister uh, Alex Tsipras, um, Zakaliani met with foreign ministers from Croatia, Cyprus, Czech Republic, Liechtenstein, North Macedonia, now fully named, Sudan, Togo, Tunisia, as well as European Commissioner for Humanitarian Aid and Crisis Management, two German MPs, 
and some Angela Merkel policy advisor. Zal Kaliani signed an agreement establishing diplomatic ties with newly named North Macedonia, um, which recently became a NATO member now that they figured out their name. Or the Greeks have accepted it. Prior to Munich, Zalkaliani had been in Warsaw for the much-discussed U.S.-Polish ministerial uh, to promote the future of peace and security in the Middle East that was such a train wreck. On the 13th and 14th there, he apparently had a brief but allegedly super meaningful conversation with U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and met with a few other people. Zalkaliani then went to Geneva to address the 40th session of the United Nations Human Rights Council, where he talked about judicial reforms and Abkhazia and South Ossetia. While there on the 25th and 6th, he also met with the Indonesian Foreign Minister, Human Rights Council President, High Commission for uh, Refugees, UNHCR <coughs> uh, Boss, and Director General of the World Trade Organization. Defense Minister Leonie Soria visited Yerevan on the 21st, addressing areas like military education and countering corruption. Zura Abashidze, the Prime, Prime Minister's Special Representative for Russia and Foreign Deputy and sorry, Russian Deputy Foreign Minister Grigory Karasin met in Prague on the 27th as part of a series of informal dialogues that have been occurring since 2012. After the meeting, Karasin told newspaper Kamersant, Tbilisi needs to decide either they choose to establish an atmosphere of regional cooperation in the South Caucasus or a Euro-Atlantic agenda. History shows that attempts to play two games at the same time leads to disarray and might bear negative consequences. President Zurbashvili also visited Baku on the 27th and 28th, where she met with Azerbaijani President Ilham Aliyev, his wife, who's also quite important because she's loaded to the gills, other brass and ethnic Georgians later on the trip in northwest Azerbaijan. On the 15th, parliamentary delegation led by Otsneba mem member of parliament Archil Talakwadze visited Kuwait and met with the prime minister and others. Georgia and Eurojust, the European Union's uh, judicial cooperation unit, plan to uh, sign an agreement of cooperation on criminal matters, mostly in order to combat organized crime. The agreement will allow for greater exchange of information between investigations and was approved by, by the European Parliament on the 14th. Otsneba proposed amendments to the Accumulative Pension Scheme Bill, which would have required employers to put in 2% of their earnings into a program, which would have been matched by the government. They were voted down this week by Parliament's Budget and Finance Committee. Meanwhile, European Georgia has proposed to cancel all mandatory pension schemes, including the one approved by Parliament last summer, and to replace them with a voluntary program with flexible contributions. Keep in mind, European Georgia still flirt with their youthful, anti-Soviet-motivated BS libertarianism, which is where this idiotic policy comes from, and they should get over it. A bill on the previously announced new National Security Council under the Prime Minister, instead of the President, passed the Parliament's Defense and Security Committee last week. It will have eight members total, composed of various ministers and security heads. In her first public disagreement with Osneba leadership, representatives of President Zutabashvili have said that she wants a seat on the council, which is reasonable, and she has, and she is the supreme commander, as she is the supreme commander of the armed forces. Former National Security Council Secretary Tayona Akubardia said that bigger problems with the council exist, namely that the bill creating it was drafted without the inclusion of local or international experts, and that the minister 
chosen as chair would have disproportionate powers, thus affecting balance of power between ministries. Other commentators have specifically expressed concern about the growing power of Interior Minister Georgi Gachadia if he were to receive a chairmanship, which is truly correct. All of this is written really just to screw Georgi Markvelashvili because he wouldn't salute as aggressively as they wanted him to in the Yotsneva leadership. Parliamentary Committee on Procedural Issues and Rules is currently in the process of creating a code of ethics and a council of ethics for parliament, which would prohibit members of parliament from using their post to benefit themselves or their families from discriminating against staff members on a number of grounds and from making sexist statements and using hate speech or other derogatory language. An Alliance of Patriots resolution that would have renamed the period during which Georgia was under UNM rule the Saakashvili Bokeria repressive regime was put to a vote on the 21st, failed to receive enough to become law, because it's ridiculous. The Committees for Diaspora and Caucasus Issues for Education, Science, and Culture met on the 26th to discuss the situation of ethnic Georgians living in Azerbaijan. The chair of Education, Science, Culture Committees, Mariam Jashi, made a statement in which she said that Georgia offers ethnically Azeri citizens more benefits than Azerbaijan does to ethnic Georgian Azerbaijanis. This drew the ire of the NGO group Coalition for Equality, which said that it implied that the Georgian Azeri community's benefits and respect from the state are defined by the degree of reciprocity with Azerbaijan, a perspective that the dictator, that the NGO believes hinders attempts at integration. And they are right because Azerbaijan is a brutal dictatorship, which Georgia is not. The first round of previously announced cuts to the staff of the presidential administration has been announced following reevaluation through tests and interviews in December, January. 61 of 140 staff members will either be moved to new positions elsewhere in the civil service or will be given severance and fired. 25th, uh, 25th was observed as a day of Soviet occupation, marking the date in 1918 which Soviet troops took over Tbilisi. Government officials, including Zurabashvili and Bakhtadze, laid flowers on the graves of soldiers who died defending the city. Tbilisi City Court found Darcho Kechuashvili, former Interior Ministry employee, guilty of attempting to murder former UNM member of Parliament Givi Targamadze with a car bomb before the 2016 parliamentary elections. Targamadze and two others were injured when the bomb went off in central Tbilisi. Kechuashvili is currently in hiding. The investigation is continuing as authorities continue to look supposedly very aggressively for other people involved. A civics teacher from a village in Gudia has been named uh, on the world's top 10 teachers list as part of the London-based Global Teachers Prize 2019, which awards 1 million U.S. dollars to the final winner. Vladimir Abhazava won Georgia's National Teacher Award in 2017 for his efforts to fight child labor in his community, to democratize decision-making at his school, and for his support of underprivileged children. LGBTQ organizers in Tbilisi have announced that a queer pride event is being organized for the 18th through the 23rd of June with social, political, and cultural events, but without a festive march as in other cities, as Georgian queer people have little to celebrate, and also probably because it would likely be targeted by homophobic, knuckle-dragging morons, like, for example, far-right Georgian March leader, former Aslan Abashidze button polisher, current Kremlin stooge, Sandro Bregadze, posted a video response saying, they will have to march over our dead bodies if they decide to hold this celebration of perversion. What a dumbass. 
and also apparently assuming that it was a direct response to some internal conflict in the Georgian March organized to mock them previous LGBT events, including attempts to mark International Day against homophobia, transphobia, and biphobia. It may have resulted in queer activists being attacked and seriously injured, even with large police presence. The main organizer of the Pride event said that they had not spoken with the Interior Ministry in organizing, but they were obligated to protect the activists in expressing their uh, right to free speech and had four months, and that four months should be enough time for the police to figure out a plan. A different LGBT group also plans to mark the International Day Against Homophobia in May, but with quick guerrilla-style demonstrations or actions rather than a permitted official protest. Authorities have announced that they will probably cancel a highly controversial planned project to link the northern heavy region with Pankizi in a mountain road through Tusheti. The roads department says that the part of the road above 3,000 meters would only have been accessible for a few months of the year anyway and would be too expensive to maintain, now they say. Instead, they plan to improve the current road leading to Tusheti, which is currently unpaved and quite dangerous. Another section from the village of Juta to the village of Roshka near Kazbegi is still expected to be built. The whole project was, uh, has faced opposition from environmental activists and people concerned that the road would negatively impact tourism in the region. Some people hold the opposite view. As the original plan cut through national parks and special conservation areas, the activists are pleased that this one section has been stopped but plan to continue opposing the Juta-Roshka section. Tbilisi City Hall has announced a new initiative for their night economy project, food trucks. They said that they will do surveys in 10 districts of Tbilisi to gauge demand and then begin implementing them. Activists in Batumi from groups like Society Batomi and Protect Old Boulevard protested uh, uncontrolled development on the 17th. They said that some of the many new towers going up around town are gruesome to look at, that endless construction has tourists and locals breathing polluted air, and that the excess of building blocks uh, the sea breeze from the center, blocks the sea breeze from the center. A specific area of concern was that the municipality, and especially the Zoning Council of Ajada's Cultural Heritage Protection Agency, was stripping two or three-story buildings of their cultural heritage status to allow for the construction of taller ones, and this is destroying the charm of the city. They also expressed concern about the chemical terminal that is expected to be built in the port by 2020 without any type of environmental impact assessment. Protesters say that they will turn more radical to more radical measures if they see no change. Another project that they are opposed to, the Batumi Riviera Seafront Project, would build six massive towers in Batumi's old town and is supported by Bidzina's Georgian Co-Investment Fund. Geostat, the National Statistics Office of Georgia, reports that growth in January was up 3.5% over 2018, with most growth in trade, hotels and restaurants, financial intermediation, and real estate, renting and business activities, and decreases in construction and manufacturing. They forecast 4.5% growth overall in 2019, less than 2018's 4.8%. Stuff to read, Tom Duvall wrote an opinion piece for Politico arguing that informal power and poor governance are worse threats to Eastern Europe, um, i.e. Moldova, Georgia, and Ukraine, than Russia. He says that while obviously Russian influence is a problem, it's a problem that is in most cases enabled by these institutional failures rather than causing them. He takes the case of an Oxley to prove his point. 
It's a big project with potentially huge benefits for Georgia and international support from the EU, the U.S. and China, but its future is in danger because Bidzina has had fallings out with some of the main players on the Georgian side of the project. And while Russia has not caused the conflict, it stands to benefit. The Anaklia project is a competitor for Russian and Russian-controlled ports on the Black Sea. Don't know if I'd agree with him on the causal direction there, but there is some truth to that. The Economist also wrote about Anaklia, saying that the new megaport may force Western Europeans to think differently about Georgia. Open Society Georgia commissioned a report by Georgian NGOs evaluating Georgian processes on the 17th, uh, sorry, on the 2017 to 2020 EU Association Agreement, which outlined priorities for the EU Association. The NGOs found that Georgia has taken no steps to improve equality for women, LGBTQ people, people with disabilities, and religions and ethnic minorities since 2017. They did increase enforcement of laws relating to domestic violence during that time. The CRC Social Sciences and the Caucus has published part two of their blog on NGO trusts and expectations in Georgia. They found that a plurality of respondents believe that NGOs are here to help the population solve their problems, and a majority believe that they have definitely had a positive impact on Georgia because they are also um, found. They also found that people. Here, don't trust NGOs. They conclude that both knowledge of and attitudes towards NGOs in Georgia are neither systemic nor coherent, that more research is needed to be done. The Heinrich Boll Stiftung published a piece on feminist art looking at changes in women's identities over the last 30 years. They present four artists as, uh, as studies. Vera Pagava, who lived and worked in Paris in the 40s, creating ethereal semi-abstract works. Natella Yankoshvili, who lived in Soviet Georgia and refused to have children because the work disturbed her creative processes. And who could blame her? Even in the first half of the 20th century, um, Tamara Kvesitadze, a contemporary artist who makes dolls and paintings addressing Georgian womanhood, and Rusudan Khizanishvili, another contemporary artist working with themes of motherhood and identity and identity loss. Shaikhana published photographs of Georgian youth by a Georgian youth immersed in the skating world who do stuff like pick wild marijuana and drink it in milk, go to punk and drag shows, and protest. All this stuff to read posted on our forum. This week's dive bar number is 50, the number 50, the number of currently functioning churches that make up the diocese of the Armenian Apostolic Orthodox Holy Church in Georgia. On the 6th, the Heinrich Boll Stiftung in Tbilisi is hosting an event called Feminist Reading Debates on Culture, Law, and Sexuality at Bookhouse Ligamus, beginning at 6 p.m. Georgian symphonic folk metal band Yasari will be performing for the first time at Tbilisi's Creator Bar on the 2nd at 8 p.m. Go support your local rock scene. On the 3rd, industrial mega, sorry, industrial metal goth band Killer Manson will be performing at Tbilisi's nightclub Rose starting at 8 p.m. There will be Dancing Girls, Shock Rock, and a DJ set following. Erekle Diasadze will be performing at Tbilisi's Body Barshi on the 8th beginning at 9 p.m. Check it out. He's allegedly very, very cool. On the 9th, Business and Finance Consulting is hosting a fundraising party supporting the McLean Association 
for children at Betsy's Hotel beginning at 7 p.m., 100 Lari entry gets you appetizers, wine, pizza, musical entertainment, and an informative presentation. There'll also be a raffle. Local bands, I Killed the Devil, it's conceptual something, and 20-something, Sad Vibes Hardcore, will be performing at Creator Bar on the 9th at 8 p.m. Tbilisi's Politica will host a feminist from Rosa to Simone on the 8th through the 10th. On the 8th, starting at 7 p.m., they will show an alternate animated history of three 18th century Georgian women, followed by a lecture from philosopher and gender theorist Leila Gaprindashvili. On the 9th, three documentaries will be shown at 4 p.m., a German one about love, sex, and disability, followed by a question and answer with direct director Susanna Versneck, and then at 6 p.m., two Ukrainian autobiographical films about a lesbian relationship. Finally, on the 10th, a Romanian-German-Czech-Bulgarian-French project looking at intimacy on the edges of reality and fiction will be shown at 6 p.m. Everyone's favorite Tbilisi art space, Patara Gallery, has an open call for project ideas through the 26th of March. The two topics they would like to address are no past, only future, and they know it all. Find out more information at pataragallery.com. On the 3rd, Batumi's Contemporary Art Space will present Mac George's project, Shuki Movida, featuring portraits of and words by disabled Georgians. The event starts at 5 p.m. Portraits and the portraits will be up through the 7th. The Batumi Raptor Count is recruiting volunteers for their experimental spring count beginning on the 20th of March. The organization has counted in the autumn for over 11 years and is now looking into counting birds flying back north on their spring migration. Because it is a pioneering project, there will be less organizational support for this than the fall counts, and they are looking for volunteers with prior migration count or raptor experience. Email volunteer at batumiraptorcount.org for more information. The British Georgian Society is hosting a book release, Unveiling Vajap Shavela at London's Asia House at 6.45 on the 1st of March. Georgian ambassador Tamar Berichashvili, professor and genius Donald Rayfield, and artist Sandro Sameko will present the book, and there will be poetry, polyphonic, singing, art on display, and Georgian food and wine. This will be really cool, and you should go to it if you're in London. It's very, very central. That's it for this week. My Twitter address is at TXTBUK. Our email is tbilpod, tblpod at gmail.com, or post the form on our website, www.tbilpod.com. And we will finish with, from New Orleans, 1960, this is Jesse Hill and Scoop Scooby-Dooby.
Just six and five.